We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. If I'm free 
Okay. Let us pray. Father, we want to thank you for tonight. We want to thank you for the blessed opportunity we have to be in church. Thank you for your word that you have prepared for us. And thank you for the presence of your Holy Spirit, Lord, that will bless us as we hear your word tonight, Father. Let your will be done. Let your will be done amongst us today. Be praised and be glorified. In the name of Jesus, I pray. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Take your seats. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, it's a blessed time to be in church. And um, how many of you believe that God will bless you tonight? You shall live here with a blessed life. You shall live here a blessed person. Every trouble that has ever disturbed you shall depart from your life tonight. It's a night of departure of troubles. All troubles shall disappear. Hallelujah. Are you ready to receive a blessing from God tonight? He will bless you tonight. You'll be blessed tonight. An angel shall deliver a package into your life. And the Holy Spirit shall deposit a blessing in your life. You will not return the same. Tell two people, God has something for you tonight. Tell them, I know you are not expecting it, but God has it for you. Tell them, tonight is the night that God will surprise you. Tell the person next to you, a new thing is about to begin in your life. Tell the person, God is about to do a great work in your life. Now shout amen. Wow. Genesis chapter 28. Worship choir, your, song, your songs were beautiful today. Whatever you did, do it again. Hallelujah. Have you found Genesis 28? May you be anointed for greater works. Where is Albert? Ah, oh, yeah. You sang beautiful, brother. You sang beautiful. Be anointed for greater times. And don't be afraid to be used by God, okay? Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, man. Don't block God from your life. Allow him to come through. Hallelujah. Genesis 28, and I'm reading from verse number 10. And Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. Hallelujah. And he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set. And he took of the stones of that place and put them for his pillows. 
and lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it. Wow. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, thy father, and the God of Isaac, and the land whereon thou liest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed. Hallelujah. And thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and thou shalt spread abroad to the, to the west, and to the east, and to the north. And to the south And in thee and in thy seed Shall all the families Of the earth be blessed And behold I am with thee And will keep thee in all places Whither thou goest And will bring thee again into this land For I will not leave thee Until I have Done that which I have spoken to thee of Then, he says, and Jacob awaked out of his sleep. He said, surely the Lord is in this place and I knew it not. Wow. And he was afraid and said, how dreadful is this place? This is none other but the house of God and this is the gate of heaven. May you experience the gate of heaven. And Jacob rose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had put for his pillows and set it up for a pillar and poured oil upon the top of it. And he called the name of that place Bethel, but the name of that city was called Luz at the first. And Jacob vowed a vow saying, If God will be with me, and will keep me in this way that I go And will give me bread to eat And raiment to put on So that I come again to my father's house in peace Then the Lord Then shall the Lord be my God Hallelujah You know this evening I just want to talk to you briefly And um, I believe that God will bless us Are you blessed already to be here? Um, This story is very interesting And uh, it's interesting at this time For us as well because I believe that God wants us to know And to be able to detect When he's in a place Uh, It's easy, I think I think it's easy for Christians To think that God is not with them Or God is not in a place Um Especially during hard times. You see, this experience was in a very difficult time. Have you ever slept on a stone before? I also haven't slept on a stone before. I sleep on pillows. I sleep on pillows. And I sleep on a lot of pillows. Yes. So, I can't even, I can't even relate with it. But there's someone who is he's virtually stranded. You know, um, he's traveling. The sun is setting. And he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know anybody. I don't know whether there are people around. So he decides to 
to find stones to put his head on. The only time I've been stranded was many years ago. It must be in 1990 when I arrived in a town called Tuna. It's it's a 13 hours drive from the capital. And when I arrived there, I arrived there 1.13 a.m. Because I looked at my Casio digital watch. And it was 1.13 a.m. And the bus driver said, because I, I told you I didn't know where that place is. So when he got there, she just said, so he just shouted from the front. Tuna. So I came off. When I came off, it was 1.13 a.m. I don't know anybody from Adam. Dark. The only sound. Like I, even, I can even still hear the sound in my ears. The only sound I could hear was the sound of crickets. Do you know crickets? Crickets and pigs. That was the only sound I could hear. And I couldn't tell where the sound was coming from. Whether my left or my right. And I remembered my father telling me that don't go. Let's change this posting. And I remember me exhorting him and telling him that he shouldn't worry. It's an adventure. He should just let me go. I'll be okay. I'm a grown-up man. I should let, he should let me go. So there I was. I could see the lights of the bus disappearing in the dark. And I'm there at 1.13 1, 1 a.m. And there I was. What do I do? I don't know whether to go to the left, to the right, behind me, across the road. There was nothing. There was nobody. I was just standing there with my bag. I have arrived. <laughs> then suddenly, at 1.13 a.m., a little boy appears. He's about this high tall. <laughs> whether he was a human being or an angel I know not but he just appears a little boy like this a little boy a little boy appears and he speaks a language to me and I say I don't understand then he tries another one that sounds more familiar which was tree and I said I don't understand tree too so he had to force broken English he spoke some broken English that do I want he asked like do I want somewhere to sleep I said yes I do then he said I should follow him <laughs> by now it must be about one thirty. so I followed him so if we're standing we went back through some footpath I could hear more pigs and the crickets. So I followed him. He walked a bit, about half a mile. And then we arrived at a house. And he knocked on the door of the house. Then he spoke a language. The first one that he spoke that I didn't understand. He spoke to the person who came to the door. He spoke for a while. Then he says, like, this is me. Then the person started speaking English to me that I should come in. I should come and rest. I said, no problem. So I followed him inside the house. Then he took me to a room. A bed. There was a bed in the room. And 
about four people on the floor and three people on the bed. So, he spoke, he just spoke in the room. He just spoke in the room. And one, one of them moved to the side. And they said, I should enter the bed. (laughs) So, so I dived into the bed like this. I used to uh, Olympic swimmers. So I dived into the bed like this. As I had arrived in my clothes, everything. Dived into the bed like that. I realized that the person to my left was drunk. If you at least he's had a good amount of alcohol. The one that had moved. So it's like, so where, where should my head face? So my head couldn't face this way. So I turned it this way. And I realized that this guy too was the same. So I ended up like this. <laughs> but I never saw that little boy again. And uh, life began there. Long story, but at least I'm here. I'm alive. Yes. So what, what I'm saying to you is that sometimes you get to a place and that is the place that you least expect. You least expect that God will show up. But God will show up in your life. Sometimes you are in a place, you are in a place, you are in a situation that you, you least, it's like, if God will appear, not here. Not here. Not here. Not a place where I am stranded. Rather, rather, when we feel stranded, we feel that is where God has deserted us. It's like that is where God has left us. That's why we are stranded. It's like it's the last place that you would expect the hand of God, the power of God to experience God in any way. Because like I'm stranded. It's like it's all over. That's when you begin to say it's all over. It's over for you. It's over. And I'm sure that's how Jacob was feeling. That it's like it's over. Putting his head on stones. That is how come when he had a dream. You see your dreams that you have. Your dreams you know, one of the, one of the things, um, uh, can you give me my verse and keep my verse on longer than my face, okay? Um, one, of, one of the things that you can use to tell where you are is perhaps the dreams or some supernatural experiences that you have when you are in a place. It tells you the type of place that you are. It tells you, it, it actually tells you where you are. Re- recently I was in, um, I was somewhere, two different countries. One of them, one of them, as soon as I got there, I had a dream. As soon as I dreamt, I knew that, no, this place is different. Another place, another place, I got there. I also had a dream. And I saw that. This is a good place. This is a nice place. Just by the dreams. This is my two dreams. One of the places, before I got there, before I got there, the amazing thing is that I had a dream about the place. So when I, when I got there and I arrived, I just walked straight to the window because I had had a dream of where I'll be staying. And there was, there was supposed to be a lake. Do you understand? If I'm going tomorrow, I dreamt this evening that I've arrived there. And I'm in my room. And when I look out of my window, there's a lake behind uh, uh, wherever I was staying. 
So as soon as I entered, I arrived and I entered the room, I went straight to the window and lo and behold, what did I see? A lake. There's a lake right. I've never been to that country before since I was born. My mother has never been there before. My grandfather has never been there before. Nobody has been there to tell me what is there. Lo and behold, there, there it was. There it was a lake like that, right behind, running right behind the building, all the way like that. I said, wow, it's a message. So, one of the things that you can, you can use to tell that you are, you are, God is in a place, is perhaps the dreams that you have, and the visions, and the experiences that you have. And you can also have terrible experiences that can also tell you that there are demons and devils. That's why sometimes some places you shouldn't even stay there. Because you're, you see, since you moved into that house, you've been having some experiences. But what you are failing to realize is that the experiences you are having is, is an indication. It's like perhaps the Holy Spirit is showing you. God is showing you what is there, what prevails there. So it's not, it's not a place to remain. It's not a place to stay. It's not. It's not. It's not even a place to try and to try and um, um, what do you call it? Bind the occupants. Some of the experiences you don't. You don't. You don't try. You leave it because you really don't know how they got there. Are you with me? So here he said he dreamed and behold a ladder set up on the earth and the top of it reached heaven. And then verse 13. And behold, whatever he saw in verse 14. Thy seed. God is talking to him. Do you understand the dream? He's been spoken to. Verse 15. 16. And Jacob when he woke up said, surely the Lord is in this place. That's the conclusion. The Lord is in this place. The Lord is in this place. The Lord, the Lord is there. It's like where I am, the Lord is there. If you, are go, if you are going to a place and God shows you what is in that place before you get there, will you not be happy? Yeah. You'll be very happy that God has showed you what is here. God has showed you your room. Showed you um, lakes. That are there for you to understand, to, for you to even have an idea of even the terrain that you are that, that you are going to. I've told you before. I went to a room also to pray. I finished my prayer, and at the end, I was shown the occupant of that place because that person that person walked in. Dark girl, short hair, <laughs> short short natural hair. The hair was natural. Do you understand natural hair? Like um, like an original African hair. She walked in. Am I going to fast for three days to bind there? No. That was my last day there. I didn't go there again. I said, take your apartment. Be there. There are other places I can be. But this one, he said, the Lord, the Lord 
we have to be able to see when the Lord is with us and when the Lord is in the place and when the Lord is speaking to us and the Lord is in this place and I knew now so, so what we have to learn what we have to learn and what we have to know and actually believe you see actually believe one of the key things in the development of your Christian life is to, is to believe in things you have to believe you understand we have to believe One of the amazing things is to find out that Christians actually don't believe much in prayer. Jesus don't believe much in prayer. Uh, When when, when, when we are are speaking to our pastors, one of the common things that we hear, we hear, what the pastors hear is, apart from prayer, is there anything that you can can do? Apart from prayer. Apart from prayer. Apart from prayer, you have to be a fetish priest. There's nothing else to do apart from prayer. You have to really believe in prayer. One of the scriptures that must be enshrined in your heart is a scripture that says that, is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. That that, that thing has to to enter your spirit. It has to be in your spirit. That look, when there is trouble, and there will be trouble. There will be trouble. I wish I would say there won't be trouble. There will be trouble. But trouble can be overcome. Trouble can be overcome. Trouble can be resisted. The scriptures are resist the devil and he will flee from you. But you see, but all these things is for those who actually believe that this prescription actually works. Like, like, like the doctor will prescribe a drug for you and you believe, you believe it so much that even after your first tablet, you feel better. Sometimes you even believe it before you start taking it. It's like, it's like it's, it's been solved. It's like it's been solved. So as you are going home, you have a certain faith that I will be well. But before you saw the doctor, it was like you're about to die. As soon as the doctor gave you a name for the problem, gave you some drugs for the problem, you, you actually feel well. It's like it, it has been solved. It's like now I have in my hands the keys to overcome this problem. That is how we have to treat the scriptures. That's how we have to treat the scriptures. It's any afflicted. Let him pray. Let him pray. And believe that when you pray, there will actually be a solution. And therefore, you will pray until there is a solution. You will pray until you see an answer. You will pray until you see a change. You will pray because the only thing you have is to pray. So we have to, we have to learn to believe. We have to learn to believe. We actually have to believe. In God's ways and God's methods and God's word and God's teaching and how God shows himself in different situations. We actually have to believe you have to believe it. You have to believe it. If you're a pastor, you want you want you want you want to be anointed, you have to believe what God has taught that that is how you become anointed. You actually have to believe it. It's, it's, and so when you believe it, you stop at nothing till it till it has happened. But when you keep thinking, there's something else that I don't know. There's another secret. There's something. Somebody has a secret that he's not sharing. Someone has some strategy that he's not sharing. Then you realize that even what you have, even what you have, you don't even believe in it. Look, 
Anytime you don't believe in something or you don't believe in something, even you have a friend and you don't believe what the friend is saying, the relationship is affected. The relationship is affected. Because relationships are based on trust. Based on trust. Anytime someone doesn't believe you, you feel uncomfortable around that person. Or anytime you don't believe somebody, you don't feel you don't feel relaxed around the person. I don't know about you, but I can't be with someone that I don't trust. I can't. Not even for one day. I can't. I can't. I don't know about you, but I can't. Maybe you can. Maybe someone can. Some people can pretend. And be a, because sometimes when you hear someone talking about their friend, you wonder, is that person really your friend? So don't believe you. I, I don't know whether it's right or wrong, but you don't even have a chance. You don't even stand a chance to be within a certain radius because I'm afraid of you. I don't know what you do. Mm-hmm. So, believing is one of the important things that helps us to get closer and closer to God. It helps us. You, you have to believe. You have to. You actually have to believe. I don't know what other. I don't want to use another word. Believe. You have to believe in God's ways, God's methods. What God is doing. That's what I, that's what I, 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 I believe that one of the ways and one of the times that God shows up is not, is not, is not the time that we expected. So when you don't believe, you may think that this is the time that God has deserted me. This is the time that I feel deserted. But that is when he's about to appear. That is when he's about to show you something. That is when that is when all that you believe and all that you trust in is lost. So that is when rather he is about to reveal something wonderful to you. So we have to believe. That's why he's saying that the Lord is in this place. And I knew it not. The Lord is in this place. The Lord is in this place. Many of our situations, many of our circumstances, the Lord is there. He's there. He's, he's there. Sometimes he's there, he's speaking. But we are so occupied with the, the, the so-called trouble. How painful it will be to go through a phase of life and you never learn what God was teaching you. How painful. How painful it will be that you've been through. You've been through and you've come out with nothing. You've come out with complaining. Because weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Your joy shall be delivered to you. So, in the season of weeping, in the season of weeping, God is preparing you for something. Someone's season of weeping is ending tonight. There shall be joy. There shall be joy after this service. There will be joy in your life. 
you will be happy. There will, I pray the peace of God to be upon you and to be in your life. You will have peace. There shall be peace in your life. Peace. Peace. Peace and quiet. Peace and quiet. Where there has been disturbances, there shall be peace and quiet. Peace and quiet. You don't even believe that there's been disturbances in this place before. So, let me share something. First Corinthians chapter 2. First Corinthians chapter two. Try, try from verse ten. But God has revealed them unto us by His Spirit, for this for the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Are you in church? Yeah. Which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man. By the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. <laughs> which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Now, this is another point that we should know in our walk and our dealing with God. That when you are with God and you are walking with God and God is speaking to you or God is dealing with you, God's currency, language, parameters, factors, Everything about God is spiritual. It's spiritual. So if you want to experience God, you better tilt into the spiritual world and collect everything that is spiritual. So what, what do I mean? What I mean therefore is that what I mean therefore is that you cannot, you can therefore not. You can therefore not, and I'm ready for an open debate after the service. I can stay on till midnight. You can therefore not wear a new suit and tell me this is God. <laughs> I'm ready for that. I'll start from this same verse. You cannot, you cannot um, have a career. Or spend your lifetime dreaming for a car, a house, money to testify that this is God. You know, what the scripture is saying, look at what the scripture is saying again. It's saying that, it's saying that 
Will verse 12 help us? Let's start from verse 12. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know. We might know. When when you receive the spirit of God, the reason why you have received the spirit of God, which is the Holy Spirit, and therefore speaking in tongues and blah, 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 you have received the spirit of God. You have received the Holy Spirit. Is that when you have received the Holy Spirit, that you might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Having the Holy Spirit is to lead you to a place that you will discover that God has things that God has things that are lined up for you. There are things that God has prepared for you, just for you. But you see, you need the Spirit when you have the Spirit of the world. Or you follow the spirit of the world. You can't see. You can't see. You can't plug into the things that God has for us. Or has for you. Free. Free things. Free things that God has for you. Free things that God has for you. Free. You can't, you can't, you can't find it. The road, the road to the things that God has for you. Is not through the spirit of the world, or the things of the world, or the standards of the world. But the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Then verse 13, he says, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teaches. When you are walking in the things that God, God has for you, it is not in the wisdom of man. But it is in the things that the Holy Ghost has given you. The revelation that the Holy Ghost has given to you. May you have revelation. The revelations. The revelations that the Holy Spirit has given to us. The things that the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost teacheth. When the Holy Ghost is teaching now, now when the Holy Ghost is teaching, he compares spiritual things with spiritual. He doesn't compare physical things with spiritual or carnal things with spiritual. He compares spiritual things with spiritual. He takes one spiritual thing that you compare to another spiritual thing to show you who you are, where you are, what you have, what you don't have, what you can have, what you can't have. So he will take he will take the 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 gift the gift on Elijah and compare it with the gift on Elisha. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. We have changed it a bit. We compare spiritual things. With physical, spiritual things, with carnal, and we end up with nothing. We end up confused. We end up confused because we even force the Holy Spirit to say something he's not saying. Have you been there when someone is forcing a revelation? It's like, it's like following a sat nav when you are not thinking. And you can see that the thing is turning right. And the right that is turning to 
is into the forest. But because you don't want to think, you are just following blind. Just you are just going on, and it's like where this is leading you to. It's not. It you won't get there. You won't get there. If the Holy Ghost is at work in your life, He will compare spiritual things with spiritual. It's a it's, it's a spiritual world. It's a spiritual world. It is it is the it is the spiritual levels and rankings and blessings. That, rev- that, uh, that adds to your life The physical things that is, We don't start from the physical And come to the spiritual No, that is a seek ye first the kingdom of God 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 The kingdom of God is not in meat and drink The kingdom of God is a spiritual kingdom With spiritual laws And spiritual events And spiritual things it's not, it's not, the kingdom is not in meat and drink. It's not in meat and drink. It's not in meat and drink. The kingdom of God is not in meat and drink. When you start mentioning the things that the spirit of God is in, it's not in physical things. It's not in something that you will see with your eyes. It's a, it's a spiritual state. Joy, peace, righteousness. It's a spiritual condition. When you don't have any of those things, you'll be clinically diagnosed as depressed. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a physical thing that you see. You don't see it with your eyes. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual do you understand? Do you understand a bit of, of I mean, of how to walk with God, how to be with God? It's a spirit. It's like we are comparing spiritual things. It's like what is your spiritual state? You compare. You compare your state with what the scriptures say. Word, word versus word, word versus word. The word of God versus the word of God. Not the word of God versus which shop you you buy your clothes from. Not the word of God against the word of God against what car you drive. It's word, line upon line, scripture upon scripture. We use we use scripture to interpret scripture. We don't use common sense to interpret. We use scripture to interpret scripture. We use scripture to explain scripture. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. We use the power of the Holy Ghost to explain to you the power of demons and devils. That is where you discover which which is stronger, which is more powerful. So we use spiritual things against another spiritual thing. If you watch Healing Jesus campaign and you see when Bishop is praying for the sick and you see the manifestations, you see it's like a spiritual force versus another spiritual force that has been resident in the lives of people. Just just like in the days of Jesus, that he was preaching in the synagogue and somebody just screams 
is a leave us alone. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. It's not who can lift a weight, who can lift the heaviest weight. But a normal man preaching and a normal man sitting there. And as the preaching is going on, there is, there is a spiritual battle. So there is therefore a manifestation. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. You can't tell someone's spirituality by the car he drives or the suit he wears or the shoes he wears. You can't tell. You cannot and you should never accept such explanations. You can't. It's senseless. It's senseless to say that because of the shoe that I'm wearing, I am reeling to God. What shoe did John the Baptist wear? Verse 14. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God. The natural man. For they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them. Why? Because again, they are spiritually discerned. They are spiritually known. They are spiritually known. It's like, it's like when, you, when you come from a certain country, when you, come from, when you come from a particular country, you can tell, you can tell those from that country, you can tell who they are without even asking them their name. Do you understand? You can look at someone on the face and say, you, you are from this part of the, that country. You, you are from that part of that country. This one. You can just look, just the face, just the face and the complexion. You just look, you just look at the person and you can tell. That, oh, this one is from the western part. This one is from the eastern part. This one is from down south. This one is from here. Just by looking, if you are from there, if you are from there. If you are not from there, you can never tell. You can never tell. You won't be able to tell. You think everybody is from everywhere. That's why you hear some people saying that he's from Africa. <laughs> Who is from Africa? Africa is not a country. Somebody met someone going to Ghana in a certain country. One of the powerful countries in the world, if not the most powerful country in the world, and said to the person, the person is going to Ghana, that I have a friend in Kenya. Can you give this to him? I wish I was joking. I'm not joking. Because all that was registering is that he's going to Africa. Going to Africa, yes. So the person is flying to, look, Ghana is in West Africa. Kenya is East. Left. Yes. So he has something. He's in America. He has something for somebody in Africa. So once you are going to Africa, it's like Africa is just streets. It's like, it's like Kenya is a street away from Ghana.
So when you see an advert, when you see an advert, say, children die every two minutes in Africa. You wonder, where? Which part? Where? Where? You see, children die every two minutes. It is designed. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know because you are from a, you are from a, you have operated from a different world. You are operating from a different world. When you come into that world, then you'll be able to tell that oh, this one is from this part. What this one is doing is this. What this one is doing is that. You guys are disturbing. What you guy is doing is this. What 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 is going on is this. What is what is this? I mean, like, that's when you'll be able to tell. That's when you can tell what it is and what is not. But when you're from a, a different world, you, your comments, your analysis, your conclusions are different and wrong. Not just different, but wrong. So the natural man, the natural man can't receive the things of God. He can't. He can't receive the things of God. It's not, it's not because he's a witch. It's not about witchcraft. It's not about the power of voodoo. It's not about demons or devils. It's just the natural man. The natural man. The natural man. The natural man. Can't. He can't understand the world of the spiritual. The spiritual world. He doesn't understand it. That's why he can easily marry a witch without knowing that he's marrying a witch. Oh, yes. Yes, he can. Because he's a natural man. So he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't make his choices and his decisions on spiritual parameters. He makes it on natural parameters. So he ends up with a witch. Or someone that he can't control. It's the same as a witch. If only he will pray. You see, the other day, I saw a young lady who was always around a young brother. And we all were all pounced on her. And I said that, this guy says that he likes you. And you're always around him. And you're not saying anything back. You're just around him eating um, chicken and chips with him. Then, in his presence, in his presence, because sometimes when the pressure gets a lot, you have to speak. You can't just smile. Because she's been smiling for weeks and months. As you can see, we are not, we are not, we are not letting go. We are not standing down. So that day, she just smiled. And she said, she said, I am praying for 100 hours. She said, if you though we are friends and my judgment seems clouded or whatever, I at least said, she said, I want to fulfill all righteousness. And she said, I am praying. I am, he said, till the hundredth hour, he will never get an answer from me. As we are there. 
I couldn't say anything again. I just stretched out my hand and congratulated her. I said, well done. I said, well done. I said, well done. You've done well. Your, your, your type is rare, if any. Yeah. This is 2017. Not like, not like uh, 1601. 27. I'm talking about a 2017 girl. 2017 Christian sister. She said, I am praying for hundred, not 20 hours or 10. She said, said, I'm doing 100 hours. 100 hours. She said, I'm doing 100 hours on this matter. And she said, Bishop, when I do the 100th hour, I'll come and tell you and let you know how I feel about it. No problem. And she did it. She did it. She finished the 100 hours. She said, before we can talk. Before we can talk, she said, eating chicken, drinking tea, going to Starbucks, going to Costa, doesn't mean anything till 100 hours be accomplished. Yeah. 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 100 hours be accomplished. I can see from your face, you are wondering why you didn't pray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You didn't because you are a natural man. And the natural man moves more by fear, feelings, excitement. It's like it's nice. That's the natural. You see, the natural man is the enemy of this of spiritual things. He's the enemy of spiritual things. That's a natural man. Not, not a witch. The natural man. Because naturally, I mean naturally, he looks nice, it's good, it looks okay, I'll get this, I'll get this, we're able to talk, we get, we get along well, this, that, blah, 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 blah. So, let's just conclude. But the spiritual man, his, his, his language, his currency, the things he uses are things like prayer. He uses prayer. He uses fasting. He uses the word of God. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. That this person, does, does he also pray? This person, does he also fast? It's like, do we have anything in common? Apart from, apart from having the same complexion, is there any other thing that we have in common? Apart from being in the same church. You see, these are, these are junctions that you discover the spiritual people from the natural people. These are, these are times that you see, oh, this person is spiritual. This person is not, not, it's not, so, it's not spiritual at all. He's a natural man. He's a natural person. Natural. It's a short form of natural. It's natural. It's as he is. No sinner. Natural. Have you seen natural hair from um, I don't know what you call the other hair. From artificial. This is that artificial hair is so good that you can't even tell the difference. At least I still can't tell the difference. 
they have to tell me. Then I'll say, oh, okay. Because I asked them. I asked the children in the church. So this, this hair, is it yours? This one, is it yours? Yeah, ask them, ask them. So they are the ones who will be telling me the difference. Say, oh, no, this one, this one is this. This one is this. Then this one has her own name. I say, ah, but there's no difference. I can't see a difference. So this one has left a bit of her natural one to confuse the world. And then the rest is. So they'll show me that. Have I seen the front? The front is real. Then they'll turn the person around and say, okay, the back. Can I see the difference between the front and the back? Say, oh, I can see. You can't easily tell the difference. Hmm. When, I see, when I see them, it looks the same. Everybody. Had, so one sister, they were rebuking her. She, they said she doesn't know the ethics of weak wearing. They said they, they, are, they are lost. Because I saw her one Sunday. She had a lot of hair. No, no, first, no, first, I saw her with short hair on a Sunday. The next Sunday, her hair has grown. So I said, I said, what type of beans do you eat in your house? That your hair can grow suddenly like that. So the other sisters were not happy with her. She said, you are, you are spoiling our trade. You are spoiling our business. You are drawing attention to us. If you are keeping short, you keep it for a while. Then you slide into the long hair. Nobody will notice. And then when you have long hair, too, you keep it for a while. By the time you change, they wouldn't notice. But you, last week, you were here. You were here with your head. This week, you've come with another head. Now you see. They tell her, now you see. Even Bishop has noticed. Now you see. You spoiled our business. But the fake is so close and similar to the real. You can't, you can't tell the difference anymore. You can't tell. You can't tell. One of the things that I used to catch them when they were wearing fake is that they slapped their head off. <laughs> it's another thing that I've noticed. They always slap it. I mean, they slap it really hard. I think they feel something moving there. When I see them slap, because I'll be preaching. Nice preaching. So you see this nice sister. Hey! I'll be wondering, as a madman of Gadara come here. You see, nice message in nice atmosphere. There's totally somebody. I even wonder whether it's a manifest. Are there demons coming out? Yeah. <laughs> so you see, the natural man. It's also evolving. It's evolving. Acting, doing things as though he's spiritual. But he's really not spiritual. 
So you have to, we have to baptize ourselves deeper into spiritual things. I'm trying to steer your minds and your, and your eyes back to spiritual things. But let's use spiritual things. Let's use spiritual things. Let's use spiritual things. Let's use spiritual things. The people even act to be good sheep. So even when you don't know the act from the real thing, how would you know? Because people act. People can act to be very sweet, pleasant. Always texting. Over unnecessary things. As though you are some... Um, when you see an incident, I think you have to find one of these news offices to text it that there's a problem here. There's an accident or something. Like, you know, it's like... You, you have to do a video, send it somewhere. It's like, so that's how they want to treat their pastor. It's like, it's like, I always have to send something. But you don't have to. You, don't, you, don't, you actually don't have to. You, you are trying too hard. It means that you are not it. How hard do I try to be black? Since I was born, this is me. I've just been growing. I shaved my beard once. When I was shaving, it was black. When the next one was coming, with no effort, the color was changing. You don't try. These are not things that you force. How can you force yourself to be anointed? How can you force yourself to be a serious Christian? The pastor's phone is no newsroom. Yeah, because we said talk to your pastor, just so now it's like in the theater. Even if, if, if you will be five times, you have sent a pastor that I will be five times today. Verse 15. But he. That is spiritual. Judgeth all things. Yet he himself is judged of no man. When you are spiritual, you have eyes. You have eyes. You have eyes. You gain eyes. You see. You see. And you can tell what you are seeing. When you are spiritual, you have eyes. Eyes to see and eyes to understand. Eyes to discern the spiritual, that's the spiritual, the spiritual person. He judges all things. In other words, he can draw conclusions, he can pass verdicts on everything because he has eyes. Eyes. He can see. He can see what you are doing. He can read through you. Why? Because he's using spiritual factors. He's comparing spiritual with spiritual. He's not comparing spiritual with a smile. He's not comparing spiritual with I am around. He's not comparing spiritual with hi. He's comparing spiritual with spiritual. So he, he has eyes. He sees. He sees everything. May your eyes be opened. May your eyes see. 
May your eyes see. May your eyes see. Your eyes, your eyes will see the baby Christians. Your eyes will see the immature ones. Your eyes will see the matured ones. Your eyes will see the fake ones. Fake ones are not many. Most people are babies. When they are babies, they behave almost like they are not real. But they are just babies. They are just immature. They are not demons. They are just immature people. They are just people who need teaching and training and learning. A baby, a baby poops on himself, but he hasn't got a disease. He's not, a, he's not an invalid. A baby, does, a baby does a lot of things that are comparable to an unwell person. But because of his age, you know, he's a baby. So there are a lot of baby Christians, immature Christians who behave, who do things. They, they do things, they are, but they are no devils. But you see, it, the spiritual, the person with eyes, he has eyes, eyes in front of him, eyes behind him. Eyes on top of, on top of his head. He has eyes all over. He judges all things. He, he, can see, he can see everything. He sees everything. The spiritual person sees everything. God will show him. God will talk to him. God will tell him. He sees everything. He hasn't just got two eyes. He sees. He sees all over. That's a spiritual person. He sees. He sees. Don't don't get spooked. He sees because. He has eyes all over because. He has verses. He has scriptures. He has the word of God. He has the word of God. He has word. So he uses the word to assess everything. The scales he uses to weigh, to weigh out every decision, every action is scripture. Scripture. Bible. His eyes, his eyes have the word of God. Don't get spooked and feel that somebody has something that is, he's like, he said he sees, no, no. He uses scripture. It's the scripture that makes you spiritual. Nothing can make you spiritual but the word of God. The word of God applies to anything and everything. Anything and everything. Anything and everything. Anything and everything. The word of God applies to it. With the scriptures, you can see. You can see. You can see through. You can see through things. You can see when people talk. You can see when the new member comes and he's talking a lot. You remember the scripture that says that every man proclaimeth his own goodness, but a faithful man who can find. That is where you have you have more regard and respect for your old tired member compared to somebody new and feeling frisky around you. The scriptures will guide you. Yeah. The scripture, moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. Look, I keep saying it. I keep saying it. Who are the pastors of the church? Who are the leaders, the shepherds of the church? Pastor, when you come to church on Sunday morning, who is always there? Is it not the ashes? Is it not the choir? Who is always there? How come in many places ashes are like the most despised? But they have they have the virtue, the virtue and the character and the Christian quality. They have it. 
These are the eyes. These are the eyes to see. Can you stand there? Is it not that girl? She has sang Alto. Ah, we can change her name to Alto. But, but it's like she's never recognized and respected. When I tell Albert, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to serve God. Don't be afraid. Look, Albert, do you know where we've been from? In Ghana, you see him. I don't want to tell his story. It's not fair. (laughs) And the person is still around. Still around. Still trying. Still trying. Still trying. You see the person who sing. It's not working. Then you see suddenly it's like, it's like suddenly something is working. When it works, something is working. Something has begun to work. Yes, something has begun to work. It's not, it's not by chance. Something has actually begun to work. The person, you can, you can even tell the person is different. Now it's left to the person to believe. <laughs> to believe. But what if it's the ones? Why don't you stand? Why do they both sit in front of you all the time? Because they carry chairs. So they, 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 they can't preach because they sweep. So they can't, they can't cast out devils. Then you are blind. Then you are blind. It is, my Bible tells that it is required in stewards. The, self, the person that God can use, he must be faithful. And every Sunday when I get there, I see this particular set of people sitting there. This particular set of people singing. This person will all, I mean, always around. Always around. Always around. Always around. Who else? Who else can you choose from? The executive guy with a briefcase that you don't even know where he slept last night. He that is spiritual judges all things. He has eyes. He can see. He can discern. He can tell. He can tell. He can tell. That's me when I'm chasing people that you know you're called, you're doing mystery. I can I can chase you for I can chase you forever. Because I know that you are the immature one who doesn't even... You are like a girl who doesn't know she has breasts and a softer bum and has jumped onto an uncle. That's when they say that uncle has molested me. Because the brain is not developed. She, She can't even tell. She can't even tell that when she's rich, you don't jump into uncle's lap. You can't even tell that this is what you are doing. You are worrying uncle. Every time you are giving him problems. Then they'll end up. That, that's why the story is very common. 
An uncle molested me, a family friend molested me, a this, a that. That's why it's very common because the brain of the girl, it looks as though the body matures faster. So she, she, after studying me, you, you need to guide the person. You need to guide the person. You need to guide the certain parts. You, you see the mother shouting, stop it. But you don't understand. It's like, oh, mommy, why? It's uncle. It's like, it's like I, can't, I shouldn't play with uncle again. You are giving uncle problems. Hmm? Sometimes that's how we behave. You see, the spiritual who judges all things is telling that there's a calling. But you don't understand. But he said, there's a calling. God can use you. If he is using you already, follow through. Follow through. But, hey, we be arguing. Be arguing like that little girl. Say, uncle said I should come for um, toffee. So I'm going. I said, don't go. I'll buy you stuff. Why? I want uncle's toffee. You are worried, uncle. Uncle wants you in the house. (laughs) Some of you are remembering your past. I can see you. You are trying to recollect. What you and uncle were doing. May God deliver you from every uncle. And deliver your children too. One day. A certain brother. He said, when his parents go to work. You know, usually like summer break and things at home. So they had. He said he was he was nine years old. Nine. He had a neighbor. She was about fifteen or sixteen. Then he she would get him over to do the thing. She she trained him. She trained him what to do. True story. Life. Life. She said, he said, he didn't understand. He said, he would do it. Because he's young, so he was also strong. When she's happy, that she says, okay. And he went on year one. Ten years. Eleven years. It was for a long time. He said he thinks he was about 12 years old. Or 13 he was invited to a session like that. He said, as he was ministering. (laughs) He realized that today is different. (laughs) He said, he started feeling something. He said, he didn't understand. Whether he should scream, whether he should, he said, he said, he said, I can't explain the feeling. It is like, it's like it's getting higher and 
why Satan he can do for today. Why? So he said, he said, and she too, she won't stop him. So he said, he jumped off, collected his clothes. He even thought he was going to faint. Collected his clothes, put them on, and ran out of the house. Then he said there were some other bad boys around in the area. So he went to them and said, Today, as I was ministering, he said, I started feeling something around here and in my head. And I was wondering, what, 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 what is it? So he said, the bad boys explained to him that from today, if you continue doing this thing, you will have a child with that girl. He said, now, he said, now you've grown up. You've developed. You better stop or be careful. <laughs> I'm telling you a real story. Real, 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 real story. So sometimes you hit a certain face in your work with God. Somebody has to tell you. Like Eli, he had to tell someone, it is the Lord. It is the Lord. It is the Lord. When you hear it, it is God that is calling you. When you hear that thing, say, Lord, here I am. Use me. Lord, here I am. Because you don't know. An older person has to tell you has to tell you God is calling you you know let me leave you this evening with one one law of supernatural things just one today I have one point it's a one point service I'm closing with this one. See, because you have to know and become comfortable with spiritual things. God is blessing you tonight. There are spiritual deposits, spiritual deposits, spiritual riches, and spiritual treasures that are being given to you. Embrace spiritual things. You will have anything physical that you want. Embrace spiritual things. That is how God works. That's how God functions. That's how God does his work. Spiritual things. We're spiritual. That is God. That is God. Don't abandon your pursuit of spiritual things and start chasing physical things that hopefully you come and give a testimony to God. No. No. Put God first. Chase God first. Let me find my point quickly so that we can go home. Don't you want to go home? Don't lie. <laughs> no, spiritual people, they have eyes. They have eyes. They have eyes. They see, they know, they understand. They have eyes. 
That's why they judge all things. They have eyes. May your eyes be opened. May your eyes be opened. May your eyes be opened. If you are spiritual, if you are spiritual, you don't even have the marital problems that you're having. You will not talk back. You will not cry because you will see that this one, Satan has come. One brother who was pushing his marriage to the verge of, to the brink of divorce, to spoil a beautiful thing, I kept asking him. That was the only thing that I could say. And I kept asking him, can't you see it's the devil? I kept asking, can't you see? Do you have to respond? Is, your, is it your response that makes you a man? You know, it's the weaker ones. It's the weaker ones. So help me God. It's the weaker ones who go shopping for alternatives. Strong people, strong people, they live. It's not everybody who is with the wife that means that everything is well and rosy. That's a delusion. That's a delusion. The stronger ones, they're the ones that endure. They just stay. It's like it's okay. It's the weaker ones that freak out. It's a sign of weakness. Freak out and say, you know what? I can't take nonsense. You can't take nonsense. You're about to buy a buffalo. Personally, and I'm not perfect. I'm not successful. I'm not. I'm not anything. I just happen to be holding the microphone. Personally, my philosophy, my philosophy has never told me that there's a better wife than my wife. Personally, I don't have that philosophy that if I change this one, I'll get a better one. The best grade I can give will perhaps be the same. If it's a grade C, I can, there will be another grade C. But my, that's the, there's a grade A somewhere. How? 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 Unless you don't know women. Unless you don't know women. That there's, that there's somebody better. No, you have to remember, the person you're married to, she's also loved you before. I mean, well, she still laughs, but I mean... No, no, but understand what I'm saying. Sometimes they appear, I don't know, they get old or whatever. They become a bit, you know, a bit funny. But you have to remember, but she's also, she's also been some exciting, she's been exciting. Happy, happy to see you entertaining, chatty, all over you like measles. I mean, she's also, I mean... When I enter the church hall, when I enter the church hall, for some reason, I used to go to church late. Don't tell anybody. When I enter the church hall, my beloved would be there already. The chair next to her would be empty. She would have put her Thompson chain, she had a Thompson chain Bible. She would have put it there. And I can tell her she's not even concentrating on the service. She's looking for me. Yeah. When I enter, by all means, you'll catch my hand. It's like, there's a city. Come and sit here. 
Come and sit. It's almost like your mom is calling you. Sit down. Come and sit down. Come and sit. Come and sit down. Come and sit down. Come and sit down. You, you, you see, you have to remember. But the person has also been very exciting, very nice, very kind, sweet. It's not today you're going to say some freaky something has come. You, I mean, look, if you have any regard for that, it's a sign of weakness. It's a sign of weakness. You're, 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 you're soft. You're soft to fall in for another girl. Oh. <laughs> Soft. Soft. You go to change that this one is better. I don't know. Maybe it's me. I should, but all my life, I can't imagine that this one is better. I've never thought, I've never, it's never occurred to me before. Never. You haven't watched Pursuit of Happiness before. When you watch it next time, remember when he said to the child, his son, when his son asked me, him, why did mommy leave? He said, mommy left because she's weak. She's weak. Small poverty, small husband, we can't pay bills, you've left the marriage. That's the only thing I, okay, there are two things I remember from that movie. That one, that one and when they were sitting in the toilet and they were acting in the toilet. Because they didn't have anywhere to sleep. So he entertained the son in the toilet. That one. And when he said to the child, mommy is weak. That decision is a sign of weakness. It's weakness. It's weakness. It's weakness. When you always imagine there are greener passages. There's a saying that the lawn on the other side is always green. When you get there, you see there are weeds. <laughs> if you don't even agree with my philosophy, this person that you think is so, is she not a human being? You see, if there are four questions, answer three. Your wife you have, maybe you answer question one, two, and three. The other person will answer two, three, and four. That's the difference. That's the difference. <laughs> That's the difference. They will all attempt three questions. You can't, you see that so, she also can't, the one that's answering question four also can't answer one. And the one that's answering one can't answer four. So should you swap? <laughs> in real life it will be this one can cook this one can cook or this one dresses well this one doesn't dress well yes. little differences little differences that's not worth the wahala little differences you see when you take this I say this one can cook 
can cook, but very rude. <laughs> then you see that this one can't cook at all. But she's very nice. You have to choose. Questions one, two, three, or questions two, three, four. You have to choose. So my only I have just one law, then I close, okay. These are some of my hidden philosophies. But it doesn't mean that I'm good. Don't say I'm good. I'm not good. I'm not successful. The grace of God. Yes, by the grace of God. Yes. I haven't arrived. I've not been married for 70 years. It's the law in supernatural things, in spiritual things. You have to learn and appreciate the law of repeated and sustained ministration. Yeah, repeated and sustained ministration. You will see that most people who are doing well do well over a period where they have received repeated and sustained ministrations. Repeated talking to, repeated counseling. The same message, the person has received the message over and over and over and over and over again. Sometimes even in working with people, I can tell, I can tell that this pastor is where this one was 10 years ago. I can tell. I can tell oh, this one has moved on. This one has moved up. This one is where this one was 10 years ago. It even gives me hope that it's okay. It will work through repeated and sustained ministration. Ministration. So 10 years ago, this one was as rude as you. Can you see how she's become calm? Just like you. Just, just like you. Answer back, talk back, walk away, walk off. No. It's like you've just been born. You are like that. But this, this one was like you. Ten years ago, this one was like you. Victoria, why are you laughing? <laughs> Second Kings chapter 5. I have to end. Second Kings chapter 5. Are you there? What does verse 10 say? And Elisha sent a messenger unto him, saying, Go and wash in Jordan seven times. Not once. Seven times. Go and wash seven times. And thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. God will bless you again today. God hasn't given up on us. He hasn't given up on us. Don't give up on yourself. God will bless your life again. Bless your life again. Hey, he'll touch your life. <laughs> First Kings. Chapter 18. 
Verse 42. So Ahab went up to eat and to drink. And Elijah went up to the top of Carmel. And he cast himself down upon the earth and put his face between his knees. And said to his servant, go up now toward the sea. And he went up and looked and said, there is nothing. And he said, go again seven times. (laughs) Go again seven times. Go again seven times. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep praying. Keep listening. Keep reading. Keep soaking the message. Keep reading the message. Keep doing. Keep treating yourself. You see, keep treating yourself at home with that message. Let that message play over and over and over and over. Give yourself repeated ministration. Repeated. Don't say I have listened. Don't say I have read. I don't. Nobody reads once and then that is it. You keep reading. You keep reading. You keep soaking. You keep soaking. You keep soaking. One day. One day. One day. One day. One day, you see that this is it. This is it. An anointing has come. An anointing has come. You even discover revelation has come. Suddenly, suddenly you understand what you've never understood. Suddenly, suddenly you see you understand what you've never understood. Every problem that has held you back gives up today. I said every problem, including the ones that you have given up on, it gives up today. It gives up today. Every devil assigned against your life gives up today. Gives up today. Today they give up. Today is the day that they give up. Today is the day that they cut you loose. Today is the day that they say we can't anymore. We can't. We can't. We can't continue anymore. We can't continue anymore. Today is the day that devil surrenders. Sit down. Let me read one more verse. Verse forty-four. And he said, and it came to pass at the seventh time that he said, behold. There ariseth a little cloud out of the sea, like a man's hand. At the at the at the last ministration, you will see the hand of God. You will see the. You see, one day, one day, it will be, it will come to pass that that day is the day when you receive your deliverance. One day it will happen. One day it will happen. One day it will happen. Never say to yourself that it's not changing. It's not working. One day after the seventh time, when he went the seventh, that was the day that he said, behold, behold is to say, see. It's like, now I can see. Now I can see. Today is the day you began to see. Today is the day you began to understand. This is the day. This is the day. For you, this is the day you began to see. First Kings 17. Have you seen 1 Kings 17? Verse 21. And he stretched himself upon the child three times and cried unto the Lord and said, 
Oh Lord, my God, I pray thee, let this child's soul come into him again. And the Lord heard the voice of Elijah. I feel today is the day the Lord will hear your voice. And the soul of the child came into him again. And he revived. But he stretched himself on him three times. Not once. It wasn't once. It was three times. It wasn't once. Three times. Other cases, seven times. Repeated and sustained ministration. You will enter into your dreams. One day you'll be walking somewhere. You'll say, this is what I dreamt about. This is what I dreamt about. I am there. I am there. It shall happen practically for you. Practically. Practically. Practically it will happen for you. Practically. 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 You'll be there. You say, I dreamt about this. It was like a dream. It was like it's far. Something's like it's far. It's like it's far. When will I get there? Will I ever get there? Will it ever happen? I came this evening to announce to you this is the beginning of your dream. Your dream has begun. It has begun in this service. 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 service. You are there. You are there. You are there. You are there. That is how it happens. Like one, one season, you go to bed one day, the next day is a different season. Your arriving here today has ushered you into a new season of life. And it shall happen for you. Practically, in the precious name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the name that is higher than any other name, in Jesus' name, from this service, a different person something has changed something has changed something is broken a yoke has been broken a burden has been taken away the peace you have prayed for the peace has been given to you tonight you are leaving this place with great peace great joy and great understanding life that has been disturbed I dismiss you from this service with peace with great peace with great peace that problem has been resolved that that difficulty has been taken away thank you Jesus lift up your two hands and begin to thank God thank him thank him thank him thank him He's blessing you. He's blessing you.